In the US, at least one Republican politician is challenging Donald Trump for the party nomination for next year's election. And she has a story that's still unusual for an aspiring Republican leader. Nikki Haley is the former governor of South Carolina, and she was Trump's ambassador to the United Nations. She's of Indian heritage, but it's her religious background that's captured attention. Professor Kiati Joshi is a religion scholar at Fairleigh Dickinson University in New Jersey. She identifies as a Christian. She grew up Sikh, and her parents immigrated from India to the United States. And before getting married, she converted to Christianity. Yes, you mentioned that her family background was Sikh. What was the motivation for her conversion? Well, I think there were a variety of factors. You know, growing up in the South, people kind of didn't know about her faith. She was exposed to Christianity. And while I don't know specifically for Nikki Haley, well, we can extrapolate based on other data points with other folks. We know that being surrounded by Christianity, not necessarily having too many people of your own background, and probably most importantly, not really understanding when you're going to the Sikh temple or the Gurudwara of all that is being said, but boy, you do understand it in Christian terms because it's in English. The language plays a big role. But I think it was also the sense of belonging and where she felt like she fit in. And then she fell in love with someone who was Christian. And as many people do, you can have people coming together of different religious backgrounds and they choose to stay with their own faith that they grew up with and be in an interracial or I should say interfaith family. Or you have many people who where the one spouse says, okay, I will convert. And that's what she did. You mention in this fascinating piece for Religion News Service uh, that her faith, though, is complicated. You, you don't question her conversion. You're not casting any doubts on that. But why do you say her faith life is complicated? Well, when you're in the public eye, I think so many people have questioned her conversion, both, you know, specifically those who are Christian, specifically those who are white and Christian and black and Christian, as well as members of the South Asian American community. People feel that she has done it for political expediency, and it's not been open arms by necessarily segments of the especially conservative Christian communities here in the United States. So that's where I bring up the fact that it's complicated. And I think that she is going to assert her Christianness in this campaign. And while I, I never want to try to figure out what's in someone's heart and if her conversion is real, I am concerned about her asserting her Christianness to prove she's Christian when it comes to campaign rhetoric, when it comes to policy. We have had a history here in the United States where religion can dictate even foreign policy mm. uh, programs related to USAID, and that concerns me. I mean, you're concerned about uh, how this might play out in the campaign. Who has she associated herself uh, with from the very start of her announcement of this election? 
with a minister who is really seen on the fringes. He's anti-Semitic. And she embraced him with open arms. I have to say that I was a little surprised when she said uh, after the pastor gave opening remarks that when I grow up, I hope to be like you. That's really embracing not only someone who has made anti-Semitic statements, but who someone who is embracing white Christian nationalism, which is antithetical to what we're trying to build in this country in terms of welcoming all and being inclusive to all. So that was particularly alarming. Yes, even though she's converted to Christianity, she hasn't hidden her family's Sikh background, has she? Isn't there a photograph of her father wearing his turban, the customary headwear of a Sikh man, in her campaign material? Yes, and she actually has, in many instances, had her parents with her. And she's not shied away from her background, and Even her campaign launch video in the first sentence or two is, you know, I'm the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Interestingly enough, she says that one of the reasons she really started identifying that way is that her dad, as a way to not hurt her image in the media, would often stay out of the frame so that he would not be in the photo that was taken. Now, I will tell you that whether that's true or not, the truth is I can actually believe it because on a personal level, I'm married to someone who is white, who is Christian, who is an elected official here in the United States. And when he was on the ballot for the first time in 2008, I went out campaigning for then-Senator Obama, President Obama, but I did not go campaigning door-to-door for my own husband. Now, this is fascinating, Kiati, because it raises this interesting trajectory in American politics because I understand that traditionally the South Asian community tended to tilt more Republican, more moderate conservative. What's happened there? You had a highly skilled, highly educated population arriving in the United States from India in the 70s and 80s. People became naturalized citizens and then were voting. And they were voting largely, definitely more so than now with the Republican Party. But you have two other things happening going into the 90s and then into the 2000s. You have the children of immigrants who grew up here who may or may not share their family financial background, but also experiencing racism, experiencing discrimination, figuring out where they fit in, where they don't, seeing that no, um, a woman's right to choose is her own business and not anybody else's. And so therefore you get more alignment with democratic values. You get more alignment with the democratic party. We also saw people of much more socioeconomic diversity coming in and not just highly skilled, highly educated workers when we look because immigration policy shifted in the United States. So those would be two big reasons why you've seen the South Asian population trend more democratic. 
How has Nikki Haley, though, managed to be a very successful politician? I mean, let's not forget she was the popularly elected governor of South Carolina. How has she managed that and not running away from her family's background? And why would it confront her now? It's always confronted her. It is something she's always had to deal with. There were times where her website, her campaign for governor would get questions from the electorate in South Carolina asking if she was a Christian. And they got so many questions that they finally put a tab on the website that's like, I can't remember if it asks, is Nikki a Christian or Nikki's a Christian? And then people would be wanting to know, well, how is she? (laughs) What does she do? There's always been instances, her own colleagues in the South Carolina state legislature would question her identity. So I think that her light skinned has helped her navigate these places a little bit. But she has been questioned about who she is in terms of her ethnic background and her religious background from the get-go. Professor Kiati Joshi of Fairleigh Dickinson University. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.